With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yes, sir. Live from the Geico Studios, where uh, really quick, going to the fourth quarter, I'm really trying to figure out how the Miami Heat are only down 10 in this game. It's 103-93. The Heat scored 39 in the third quarter. It didn't seem like they had a great quarter. It didn't seem like they... 
But here they are. They're only down 10 in the game. The Lakers were up by as many as 18. Kelly Olynyk has 16, including three threes off the bench, uh, playing the role of Tyler Hero tonight, who is in the starting lineup and has 17. Uh, but this is still a game. My Heat, who I picked to go to the finals before the playoffs started, uh, without Bam Adebayo, without Goran Dragic, staying in this game against the Lakers in a game. It looked like it could be a 30-point game at this point and the Heat are still somehow in this game, despite the fact that if you watch the game like we did like a, like in the 80s when there was no clock in the uh, – really the mid-90s is when we saw the game clock on screen all the time in football, NBA. Like you could watch games for a while and go, what's the score? And they, they, they show, show the score up like every 10 minutes ago. Oh, my God, that's the score? That's yeah. kind of how I feel like after, uh, after watching the third quarter. My God, how is, how is that the score? Yeah, the eye test certainly tells a different tale. But you go into the particulars, go into your box score, shooting 51.8% are the heat from the field, uh, 10 of 22 from the three-point line. So Yeah, but get to bonus. the big one. Get to the big but one. the big one, they have converted 25 consecutive free throws after going 0 for 1. That's right, Jimmy Butler, you missed it. Uh, <laughs> 25 straight. And so right now, 25 of 26 from the line. Lakers, 10 of 17. Lakers are shooting 57% from the field. Uh, well, everything a- a- that you AD can. and LeBron are, are, are 24 for 31 from the field yeah. combined. <laughs> 14 rebounds, nine assists mm. between it them. Is, uh, so, this is one of those games where you go, I really don't get it. I well, really, and then you have I, playoff really Rondo, too, mm-hmm. right? So you mm-hmm. add him. He's got 16 points, three of four from three-point range as everybody blinks, rubs their eyes. Uh, checks what looks at the glass, whatever they're drinking here on a Friday night. Hey, everybody, you made it! Yeah. Congratulations! <laughs> uh, and then you look back again. I mean, because because when you looked up, J.R. Smith was in the game too. Yes, so it, it is twenty twenty on a, on a Friday night here. No question Co- about it. Coach, did you call me to go? Jr. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I you want me to go in? Oh. Uh- but the game is still in doubt. It's not, it's not the fun. All right, I'll go in. I'll go in. I could just chuck them up, right? I could just chuck them right. I could just chuck up whatever I want to, right? All right great. Thanks, Coach. The television broadcast it. commentary was, <laughs> there's a look at J.R. Smith, a rare playoff appearance for J.R. Smith. <laughs> uh, you know, the one thing, and you see what's trending on Twitter now it, at the top of, of, of all of this is finals MVP, right? That's what's trending at the top is finals MVP. And I'm telling you, I told you this the other night, and this is what I say when we're ahead of the curve. I told you this the other night. Anthony Davis is having an incredible game, right? He's 39 rebounds. LeBron is having an incredible game, too. He's 25-8-5. But AD is the, is the player who is leading the team in scoring. He's made the big clutch shots uh, during the playoff run for the Lakers. And likely he would be... NBA Finals MVP if it if it goes like this right I mean we still we're still play a couple more games but if it goes like this and if it goes that way and AD is the MVP I said just watch because I'm telling you what's coming it's going to be people who just can't find a way to give LeBron James credit when he wins that want that are ready to say yes if he wins it yeah that's great but if he loses now this is what I have all my material on and it's going to be it's not going to be a real they're going to you're going to see people on TV and the radio everywhere play this is not a real championship LeBron clearly is not the best player on the team he's got to be the MVP 
he's clearly being propped up by Anthony Davis and LeBron wouldn't have this year if he didn't have Anthony Davis to pass to and all this LeBron reinventing himself. Anthony Davis is now the guy. Meanwhile, you're going you're gonna to know these people don't care a crap about Anthony Davis, but here's somebody else I could talk about and just say, oh yeah, no, no, he's the best guy because I really want to find a way to criticize LeBron for winning his fourth title and his tenth finals appearance and the first person to win with three different teams. I really want to find a way to criticize LeBron. Trust me, that's coming. It's coming. It's, it's, it's a wave that is coming at you. You can see, you can feel the sound coming at you. It's going to break over you. And you're going to go, there it is. Trust me, that's going to be the angle you're going to see. How can you possibly criticize LeBron if, they win, if he wins his championship? That's what you're going to see. And, well, he, and, but- and, and, and you watch, even if he does win the MVP, it's going to be clearly he's not the MVP. Everybody's going to try to try to move their argument to just to, to you know for clicks and for attention. And uh, look, I get it, but really, the, the best thing I think anybody can always do is just say what you think, right? And just say what you think, whether it's right, whether it's wrong. I always, but it's I feel that that so much of LeBron stuff is manufactured, and there's certain things that you can criticize LeBron James for. I'm not saying there's not the guy. The guy's been polarizing for a while. Certain decisions that he's made, things he's done throughout his career, I get it. But when I mean, I don't know how you would criticize a guy that here he is winning and getting to the finals, winning one of the most difficult championships there is to win when you're trying to win in the bubble. And if this is how it turns out, there's still going to be yeah, but LeBron still for some reason I'm going to find a way to to take LeBron down and make it be like he didn't really win another championship. Well, sure, it's the Anthony Davis story. And look, in debate shows, that's what's going to fuel it, right? I mean, you got two things that are going to fuel the next week. What happens here in in the bubble and Cleveland beating the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, So, look, nobody will have to do any other work. It's just find some more stats related to those two topics, and you've already got volumes uh, all across the board, right? The folks that want to – uh, DFI LeBron James will find their way to do so. Those that wish to denigrate LeBron James will do so. Look, all they got to do is lose one game of this series. And the, the boo birds and the negativity can flow, right? How do you not sweep this team? They were the five seed. They're not without their two best scorers. You want me to go on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you it's going to get, get clipped off. How dare you let him get a game? Anyway, how so, dare you? <laughs> uh, just calling it what it is, buddy. I mean, I, I'm just setting it up uh, and and just putting all the ducks in a row. But you know, Jimmy Butler having a big game tonight. Tyler Hero's got his 17. Olynyk, as you mentioned, with 16. None off the bench. 13. You know, getting some good balance and they're fighting. Is it enough to get over? If it does, there it is. They they didn't sweep this team. Come on, they were. They were given a gift, right? No Clippers to beat in the Western Conference Final. Like, everything's going to be used. That was a good acting job by LeBron there, too, uh, <laughs> to, to pick up a, a, a foul there. Uh, but as, as you go through, it, it's just a, it's a dance we see at every turn, right? Every regular season game, all of the past transgressions, whether it's something he said, you know, as uh, – a quasi-student of history in a lot of ways, right? Tries to interject on on, on things and, and well, misses the mark. Uh, and propping himself up as he's as he wants to, as many of the other greats in the game just kind of shrug and go, ah, you guys talk about that, I'm bored. Uh, LeBron, hey, he'll tell you immediately, 
what he had stat-wise and everything else, uh, at some point he's going to get in front of the podium once the series is just about done to make sure he reminds you of everything he did. Hell, he was telling people how late he was up watching Game 1 tape. A Game 1 that he shouldn't have been in the game for the final 18 minutes of. Right? I mean, we can mm-hmm. we all watch that. Uh, but I was up till 4, 4.30 in the morning to tell you, exa- you know, find what went wrong and where I could be better. Like, come on now. Get out of here with that nonsense. That's the kind of stuff that opens the door for more criticism. Is on-court play? Look, it's hard, it's hard to argue, man. <laughs> it's hard to argue with with what he's done. But he'll, he'll open himself, and, and we'll see it again. And Anthony Davis has just been incredible. On both ends of the, both ends of the court, disrupting shots, and then offensively, the fact that you've got the big man that can step out and just say, "Hey, you want to come hang out with me in three-point land," and, and opens everything else up. Uh, it's awful hard to look away from him, but uh, it'll be curious, you know, since he was snubbed for the regular season MVP, and was salty about the 15 MVP votes he got. He'll be very vocal leading up to the clinching of this series. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Still a 10-point lead by the Lakers. Eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Uh, We'll keep you updated on this one clearly as it goes. We could wind up seeing a series or we could wind up seeing the Lakers be one step closer to a championship. We just gave uh, people a week's worth of material with just I know, 10 right minutes, there. man. In just seven, I mean, it's, it's pretty good, Mike, in six minutes when we can do something yeah, like that. I, I kind of dig that. We're givers on a Friday uh, night. Uh, but news that is just coming in, and, you know, it's one of those 2020 continuing to do 2020 things. Uh, Cardinals Hall of Famer and one of the greatest pitchers of all time, Bob Gibson, has passed away at the age of 84 after a bout with cancer. Gibson had been sick for a while, uh, and he dies at the age of 84. He was under hospice care after fighting pancreatic cancer for over a year. And there are so many stories and so many things you can talk about Bob Gibson. And, look, I was obviously too young to right. see him pitch, but I remember when I first got into baseball, he scared me. And, I, I mean, he was retired from the game when I was following baseball, and I would read these stories about Bob Gibson, how hard he would throw and how dominant he was, and I'm going, oh, my God, I'm scared just reading about him. <laughs> and he's the, this is, I mean, this is how dominant he was. And you can say so many things about him because Gibson was that kind of pitcher. He was that intimidating. Won 251 games. Right, he had over 3,000 strikeouts. He had 255 complete games. I, it was absolutely and one of the most dominant careers you could see a pitcher have. And really, the one rule, the one thing you need to know about Bob Gibson. All right, well, what makes Bob Gibson so special? We see lots of great players. In 1968, Bob Gibson had a season unlike any other pitcher it had, starting pitcher in Major League Baseball. He finished the season with an ERA of 1.12. I mean, as great as DeGrom is, he's not 1.12. I mean, DeGrom's like 1.13. Modern-day best ERA of 1.12. He won 22 games, 13 shutouts. He was so good. He was so dominant that Major League Baseball had to change rules because of Gibson. And so what they did was they lowered the mound 
uh, from 15 inches to 10 inches to make it easier on the hitter to be able to because with Gibson throwing 15 inches up and that fastball is just, I don't even see it. I, I really, I don't even see it. They had to change the rule because Gibson was so good. I mean, you, we, how many great players and pitchers have we seen over the course of the years? You know, my, my years watching baseball, as great as Tom Seaver was, as great as Greg Maddox was, and Randy Johnson and all these, uh, as great as all these guys were, uh, they never had to change a big rule in baseball because this guy is just too good. And there was no other reason for it. It was, it, it was this guy is too good. Well, what do you mean? He's a cheat code, so we got to change the rule. But why are we changing? Because he's so good? We're cha- yes, we're changing the rule because he was just that good. That's the, that, I mean, that's like the highest praise you could possibly have as an athlete. Your sport had to change the rule because you were too good. I tell you what, he's a guy. I mean, obviously, we, you and I, watch a lot of baseball video. The the advent of YouTube, a gift to nerds like us to to go back and research games, right? For the special teams podcast and our, our own edification when you're trying to make these comparisons and analogies throughout our, our hours here at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I had the good fortune for a couple of years of living. Uh, near outside of Albany, New York. So I, I spent a good amount of time when, when I was you know hanging out my, myself for a couple days at a time. Would be all right. I, I'm going to go to Cooperstown, and induction week was always fun because you'd have, you know, all all the inducted players and you know some other famous players that would come and they'd sign autographs. And they'd be at these shows, and generally I'm not a, a guy who's starstruck. That's, that's pretty rare. I mean, you've seen me at, you know, Super Bowl week or whatever. It's like, Hey, how you doing? Good to meet you. You know, just a guy, uh, Bob Gibson was just that guy, right? Cause you'd, you'd have your family tell you about him, right? Especially growing up in Chicago, you know, the St. Louis stuff and, and, you know, grand grandfather and uncles and everything. Yeah, this guy. And you go back and you look, 102 hit by pitches. So uh, when you add up uh, a guy that threw as hard as he did and was as uh, tough-nosed as he was, think about getting plunked uh, that frequently. But I, I just remember the first time I met him going to get my, my all-century book signed by him, and he started flipping through and kind of talking about, yeah, that guy was a tough blankety-blank. Uh, you know, and really battled me and all those kind of stories. And it just broke the tension immediately, right? Where you're just like, man, I've heard so many stories. I've seen the clips, like what this guy going to be like. And he was, couldn't, been, couldn't have been nicer, more generous with his time when it usually is a, hey, sign the book and move on kind of thing. He was just like, hey, chat it up. Uh, so I know baseball's taken some big hits this year, as the world has at large. Uh, and as we're in the middle of the playoffs, I'm sure you'll see some celebrations of his life. Take a minute. Go through the video clips, folks. Uh, they, they don't make them like this. Mm. Uh, the intimidation factor and just uh, every pitch was going to be a battle. You know, I remember when the Mets, he was actually a pit. Well, he actually wasn't the pitching coach. When Joe Torre, uh, l- listen to all these guys the Mets had right before. Joe Torre before he was, you know, great Yankee manager, right? Joe Torre was the manager of the Mets in 81, I want to say it was. And he hired Bob Gibson. And he didn't really say he was his pitching coach. He was his attitude coach. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so this is Bob Gibson. And I remember seeing him go out to the mound to talk to the pitchers. And all the announcers would say, oh, man, that pitcher's got 
got to be shaking in his boots right now, whoever it was, because Bob Gibson is out there as intimidating as he is, and he's talking to them, and they're going, these pitchers, uh, they must be, they, maybe he's just scaring them into throwing strikes because he was scaring me through the screen because Bob Gibson just had that aura about him of being so intimidating, and he would walk off the mound. I would say, can he come pitch? Can, I mean, does he, does he have to just What's go? he got can, left, right? Can, can he come pitch? <laughs> I mean, he's, he has, he's been resting for a few years. He can come in and pitch for us, right? I mean, he can do that. Yeah, uh, Bob just, Gibson. Uh, mm. Legend. 84 years old. Bob Gibson, one of the biggest legends in Major League Baseball. Rest in peace. He was really something. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, right now in the bubble, just under six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Uh, hasn't been a lot of offense uh, so far in the fourth quarter, but the Lakers have now taken a 115-103 lead over the Heat. They bust that lead back out to 12 when the Heat had cut it to 10. So uh, the Lakers trying to hold on here when we speak next. Are we talking about a two-games-to-none lead for the Lakers? Is it a big heat comeback? Keep it right here. We also got big NFL stuff coming your way. Football Friday, big games to preview, big stuff to break down. That's coming up next right here on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. 
Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I can't talk over the talking. Smash Mouth gets mad when you do that. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Lakers on top of the heat, 115 to 104, just under five minutes left to go in this one. Uh, the Lakers could be on the cusp of a huge two games to none lead in the NBA Finals. We'll keep you updated on that full breakdown following the game. But it is a football Friday as well here on the show, which means we always get into the big NFL and college football season uh, weekend that we have coming up. And, you know, some of the games we talked about with Jay Glazer a little bit ago. And, you know, there's two teams and, and well, one quarterback specifically in one team that I think a lot of people are really nervous about Mike and they're looking to press that panic button on. And I think they're actually both okay for different reasons. Right now, we, we talked about the Cowboys and the Browns a little bit ago. You got the Browns as your upset special this week for the Cowboys. I get that after losing that there's a bit of, oh my goodness, the Cowboys are one and two. Look at this. They're disappointing. They're all of these things. And really, I don't think anything has changed for the Cowboys since the beginning of the season. Look, it w- who are the Cowboys? They have a lot of talent, and they have a lot of issues. They're a bunch of talented individuals that, for whatever reason, have not figured out their identity. And and we've said this for a long, long time. They have not been able to do that. And when you do that, you are doomed and destined to be a 9-7-ish and seven-ish team, which is what the Cowboys are every year. They're 1-2 and two right now. They needed a big uh, come-from-behind win to beat the Falcons, but they nearly beat the Rams, and they nearly beat the Seahawks. So, okay. 
They're not in trouble. They're, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed for the Cowboys. They play in the worst division in the NFL, and it's not even close. The AFC East, when years when it's just Brady and the Patriots and everybody else stinks, that was loads better and heaps better than what the NFC East looks like right now. The NFC East is awful. It is terrible. Things are fine for the Cowboys. They got games coming up. They got the Browns on Sunday. Then they have the Giants. They have Washington, Philadelphia. You have all your division games coming up. This schedule is not nearly as daunting as it was three weeks ago. They're still going to win the NFC East because everybody else stinks. All right, They'll win one, lose one. They win two, they lose two. They win one, they lose two. This is kind of who they are. Their defense is a lot leakier than we thought it was going to be. They're not the great Cowboy defense they had four years ago. It's not doom and gloom. It's not next level. It's the same conversation, the same results year after year for the Cowboys. They're a 9-7-ish and seven-ish team. Maybe they win the division. Maybe they play a playoff game. Maybe they win one. Maybe they don't. This is where they are. This is always who they are. And I know that we want to jump up and down and go, oh, look at this. It's falling apart. It's really not. The division's terrible. The Cowboys are going to be just fine. No, but you do the show in the moment. You get the reaction in the moment, and you can push buttons and get upset uh, and get some exasperated comments from Jerry Jones in the moment. I mean, look, we already did a week's worth of content, you know, to start this hour. I I guess we'll do another one here uh, when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. And, look, defensively, uh, getting Alden Smith up and going is fantastic. You can't clone him. The rest of that defense is terrible, and that's the thing that I think is really the the, the problem. They, they've been starting slowly, and at some point, got to go to the tape and go, what are we not doing early on in our sets of downs? Oh, that guy we paid a lot of money to run the football. We, we forget about him, and he'll have some help as Tyron Smith comes back. Uh, and some capacity this week on track to play, uh, or so they say. So you get a little bit more of that offensive line back. But defensively, they're, they're a sieve. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. cleared off the injury report. Uh, we've seen what Nick Chubb is and can be. And if Baker Mayfield plays within himself and doesn't give the ball away, again, if Alden Smith is getting after him, then uh, all bets are off. But... I, I agree with you. I think it goes to week 17, but we're going to ride that wave, that roller coaster of emotion every mm-hmm. week. Are you kidding me? Because I'm a glass case of emotion. <laughs> well, I mean, it stirs the drink. Sure. Right? And, and watching the Cowboys flail, especially with Dak still unsigned to the long-term deal, it just gets everybody up in arms. And, and I think regardless, uh, unless they go and absolutely blow out the Browns, we're still going to have another week of it. What are they? Like, they're better than the other crap-ass teams in the division. Let's mm-hmm. stipulate to that and work from there. <laughs> you know, it, it's, look, this is just who they are. And th- this is, I mean, so I guess you could say they have their identity. Their identity is they have no identity, and they're just a little bit above average. They're, they're still po- Their skill position players are good. Overall, this is not the deep roster they had a few years ago, which is what happens when you're paying – Every offensive lineman, $15 million a year. You can only afford so many guys. Look, the Cowboys, you may say they've had their peak already with this incarnation of Dak and Zeke and and Cooper. This could have happened four years ago. That's as good as it was going to get. This is just who the Cowboys are. They're they're 9 and 7-ish. Maybe it's 10 wins. Maybe it's 8 wins. Maybe it's 7 wins. Maybe it's 9. Maybe they lose their first playoff game. Maybe they don't make the playoffs. Maybe they win their first playoff game before they lose to somebody who's better and deeper. But that's really just who the Cowboys are. And and really, 
it, it's it's hard to say that okay they're in trouble if they were in it if they were in the NFC West I would say well they're cooked because the NFC West clearly is the best division in football and that's not even close but you are who you hang out with and when you hang out with a, you're hanging out with the guys in the NFC East okay you're gonna win those games. like your mom would tell you that you know you are who you hang out with so make good choices well the Cowboys they have no choice because this is the team that's in their division but they got to be happy who they're hanging out with right now because this can help prop them up and they can win the division. Said mom's always held that over me. See what you oh, did? Really? See what you did? Remember that guy? Remember that girl? Remember that guy? You know, all those things. Uh, growing up, the uh, the company you keep. Yeah, I, look, they, they do have the, the great fortune of they haven't played a division game yet. So they're, they've still got six against uh, – I, I don't know what other adjectives to use. We've already denigrated them yeah. uh, and dismissed them about as far as you can go. And Philadelphia, eventually, they just have to find someone that used to play wide receiver off the street. <laughs> you know, and that's the that's thing, where they're at. That's the other that's the other guy who's been getting getting killed so much this week has been Carson Wentz in Philadelphia. Look, Philadelphia is terrible, but I'm going to tell you, there is nothing really wrong with Carson Wentz. What there's something really wrong with are two things. Is One, the fact the Philadelphia Eagles have just decided to let their playmakers erode since they won the Super Bowl in 2017, right? When it was a giant in the backfield and you still had a really healthy Alshon Jeffrey and all these players that could make play. You had a bunch of decent to above average playmakers that could do things in Philadelphia. And now you don't have that. You have Zach Ertz. Right. And Carson Carson Wentz still makes plays. He doesn't make as many plays as you like, because this is the real issue is that it's not that he stinks. It's that the Eagles thought they were getting Aaron Rodgers and instead they got Kirk Cousins. That's the issue, because Carson Wentz is pretty consistent. He'll throw around 30 touchdowns, doesn't throw a lot of picks. He'll throw seven to ten picks. He'll throw for high three thousand, four thousand yards. This is who Carson Wentz is, but they thought he was going to be Aaron Rodgers. And clearly, maybe he could have been if you got him more help and you get all the stories out of people like Carson Wentz. Is he making enemies on the on the field? And does his team like him all that much? And yeah, you get all that going on there. But really, what you see on the field, what I see with Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz is good. I mean, he's good, but he's not someone that's going to completely lift this team up and win games. Kirk Cousins was a good quarterback on a really bad team in Washington. He was surrounded by more talent, and look what's going on in Minnesota. He's winning a little bit more. Now, maybe that window is closed now, but clearly Kirk Cousins brought the Vikings up to heights by going to a better team. That's who Carson Wentz is. Carson Wentz is around a great team with a great defense, so much energy. Hey, Super Bowl, he had an MVP-type season, and then he got hurt. And when he came back, okay, he's going to take those next steps. No, he kind of took steps. He's Kirk Cousins. So you, you, you thought you were getting Aaron Rodgers. Instead, that's who you got. That's the issue the Eagles have. They keep waiting for something to happen. That's simply not going to happen at this point. This, this is, you know, you're talking about 2017, 2018, 2019. This is 2020. This is who Carson Wentz is. Is. And it's your fault for not getting him help, and it's your fault for not seeing that he's more Kirk Cousins than he is Aaron Rodgers. You, you ready for this uh, database that I that I've uncovered that showed up on Twitter earlier? Carson Wentz has played with twenty wide receivers in his career. Now think <laughs> about that; his career is not that long. So let's 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 go there. Ten of them are no longer in the NFL. Deshaun Jackson has missed sixteen of his last twenty games. Alshon Jeffrey has missed the last 10 of his 10 of his last 20 games and he was injured pretty much the rest of the time. You had uh, stopovers, right? Nelson Aguilar and Golden Tate was there for a hot minute. 
Greg Ward is currently the number one wide receiver along with Zach Ertz. And the other five receivers not mentioned uh, above have a combined 25 career catches. There you go, everybody. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. So it's really not Wentz's fault. It's really the Eagles for misjudging him and not getting him help. But speaking of help, there is one NBA team who needs a lot of help. It's the Miami Heat because, you know, I picked the Heat to go to the finals before the playoffs started. Yeah, you did. They may be done winning games. Why are we saying this? Because... Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. So the Lakers in a game in which you thought they were going to win it by a lot more. I mean, and, and maybe this is the business-like approach. Yeah, they approach. still covered. Yeah, well, they did you true. Yeah, barely. They made you sweat on that, though. Well, they made you sweat, but you know yeah. what? <laughs> You're still cashing a ticket, baby. Uh, you know, this, this is like the Lakers are just, like, zipping the fun out of the NBA Finals. Like, we're just going to kill the heat. Okay. Well, it's I mean, you already had right the, now. what was it, 45% decline on ratings, and we can always fight about metrics and where ratings are, are generated. But if that's what's reported and that's what is easily calculable uh, to put for public consumption – and that's a problem. <laughs> and I can't imagine tonight was any better. Hey, Bam and uh, Dragic are out. Hey, what's on? Uh, what's the next binge watch? Yeah, it's it's really it's been tough. It's been a tough go. And, and, and part of it is, well, we have, uh, you know, the NFL is going on and Major League Baseball playoffs for every night. So you're fighting against all of those things. But this is still the NBA finals. This should still be LeBron James. This should be. Well, I got to see LeBron winning with the Lakers. I mean, how is this going to go? I mean, it should still be bigger than it is. I agree that it's a that's pretty concerning for the NBA when when you say, all right, we had this is our marquee event and it's and we got LeBron which is what we needed, and that's really all we need. It doesn't matter who they're playing against. I mean, Lakers-Celtics, would suddenly there be a huge uptick? No, it would probably be around what it is now. Maybe a little bit better because, oh, it's Lakers-Celtics, but it, you, the NBA's got everything they want, and, and still – this is, you know, part of what is a big crowded storyline, and part of it is, hey, the NBA has been, uh, you know, trying to play in a different time. There's so many things. You have all the social message issues that people are going to point to and say it's why the ratings have decreased, and and it's, you know, this is, you know, a big thing where the NBA has got to say, all right, what went wrong? What went wrong? Because we had LeBron in the finals in a year. We had no sports for months, and, and we still wind up having this big decline. That's got to be a big investment in the offseason before they start playing in the beginning of January. What do we have to do differently? What is, what is our way forward? Because we have to find a way to stop this decline. I mean, it's a really big deal when you see the ratings go down like this. 
Yeah, we'll see what the Friday night looks like, but certainly uh, everybody looking to pounce on this. Look, you'd at least think people were going to hate watch LeBron. But well, maybe know, the, since they got their Sundays back for football, they've got to you know make arrangements with, with people in their family that Friday Friday night or uh, weeknights are are still still for the family. You know, you, you, you know, you got to make some concessions. I actually have a, a have a reason as to why one of the reasons why the ratings are down. We'll get to that coming up next right here. We're breaking down game two of the NBA Finals. Lakers win it 124 to 114 over the Heat. LeBron finishes with 33-9-9. and Anthony Davis 32-14. and You'll hear from LeBron when he speaks following the game. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Uh, this is another one of your buddy's tracks, right, AT? Yeah, Jay. So, you know, uh, I like to use the platform we have here to promote people chasing their dreams as we do every night. This is my homie, Jay Diener, and he's trying to release new music, inspire people to chase their dreams. So I thought, why not inspire him more by him listening to his own track? Because he likes the show and he likes what we do. So why not inspire him, right? I dig it, man. It, it, eventually, one of your friends is going to do a song about us, right? Well, Jason, I might be working on something like that just behind uh, the scenes. So. All right, very good. Yeah. Very good. All right. I like I dig that. I dig that. But yeah, if you guys like his stuff, it's uh, Jay Diener. He's really good. Uh, he's worth a listen, definitely. Nice. All right. I dig it. It's soothing. Fox Sports Radio, the J- Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, soon to be immortalized in music. Uh, <laughs> well, but, but I mean, even think about this. Hey, you know the uh, this song that's playing in the slide over, baby? Hey, uh, situation I got going on here? I know a guy who knows the guy. How about that? <laughs> now that's sexy. That's hot. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio, uh, we just watched the Lakers beat the Heat 124-114. to uh, We are going to break down this game in full, but just something we've had the conversation a couple minutes ago about NBA Finals ratings being down, and tonight's game surely is not going to help matters because it was a blowout from the beginning, the Heat already missing two players. It's not the average NBA fan isn't watching. It's mm-hmm. that the average fan, the average person the isn't watching person. sports, yeah. right? That's what yeah. it's not. It's not like when you see all oh, the ratings are down, like people aren't watching the NBA, like NBA fans are saying, I'm not watching. All right. What it is, is that and there's many reasons for it. And you can point to are some people upset with uh, the social stance of players? Sure. And they decided not to watch as part of it. Well, we're up against the NFL regular season and the Major League Baseball playoffs and the NHL season is people watching. Yeah, you could say that. But one of the main reasons is that getting to the TV and watching the big sports games, and that's the NBA finals, the, you know, the NFL playoffs, sometimes baseball playoffs, isn't the must that it used to be. And it's because the, the average, the average person that used to watch it isn't watching for whatever reason, because obviously life has changed with COVID-19 and just the, 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 impetus of getting to the tv to watch isn't where it was and was that something that can bounce back we can get a boomerang effect of it yeah we can get a boomerang effect of that next year but mainly it's it's just some for some people watching the games isn't as important as it used to be and even for some fans it's well lakers and heat you know what 
God, the Lakers killed them in game one. Now I know they're two, you know, the Heat's two best players are out in game two. You know what? Yeah, you know what? I can, I can go out to happy hour with you guys, or I can go, I can, I can go do this happy mm-hmm. hour on Zoom or whatever, and I'll watch the second half of the game. And then you tune into halftime and you see, oh, my God, the Lakers are up by 18. I don't need to watch this game. It happens. Watching games isn't as, as much of, well, I got to watch this game as it was in the past. And, and that's a thing. It doesn't mean you love sports. It's that, okay, my life is busy, and I'm, I'm doing this, and I'd rather hang out and have my book club Zoom happy hour with, with, with my friends, than, and, and I'll, I'll check in on the Lakers and the Heat, and if I want to watch, I'll, I'll, I'll tune over to it if it's a close game at the end. There are many different things can go into it, but that's a very big deal, Mike, is that getting to the TV is not the must that it's used to be just because of people's lives changing and, and watching games is not what it was, you know, even up to the past couple of years. Well, but also the digitization, right? You used to have one highlight show. Now the highlight show happens instantaneously. You see a big shot, a big block shot, a big home run, whatever the sport is. Here's a, a 50-yard pass. What do you got? The official team's Twitter account and the league has, has put you up to speed as to the last sequence of greatness as well as the score and everything else. So you can invest, you know, use your time more judiciously if you're not someone who's totally committed to the teams involved. And we know that from fantasy football. We know that with gamblers. You're not necessarily sitting there watching all the games. You'll focus on your team, and then you'll shrug and, and come back and just keep watching updates, whether it be Red Zone Channel or or the uh, the other NFL you know game remix kind of situations. You're, you're just not going to invest all that time. Uh, and it's just the way we're consuming media as a whole. Right and, and little little bite-sized chunks and the highlight reels that are out there, hey man, that makes it really simple. How did this guy do? Let me let me see the video. Condense it. Let's go. So this is uh, another byproduct of that. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. Lakers take a huge two games to none lead over the Heat. Coming up next, we'll break it down for you, tell you exactly what the Lakers did and what Eric Spolstra had to say following the game just starting to make its way around. And uh, this is something that, well, it's kind of surprising to hear Eric Spolster say it, but it's also not surprising. Shut up, man. (laughs) That's coming up next. Keep it right here. Jason and Mike, Fox Sports Radio. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at first first listen. listen. 
This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To to start listening.